Hello there, and you're very welcome to another episode of the Arkham Avengers FFPL podcast. You join me, the host, along with Eamon, Hector, and Captain Fantastic on me. We take a look to see how the managers in this league are getting on for the season. However, we'll also be talking about much more. So kick back, stay tuned, and enjoy. Hello, and you're very welcome to this week's episode. We're going to be taking a look at game week two and how the football results worked out for our managers. As usual, the panel are here, and that means none other than Eamon Hector and Captain Fantastic Mick. Lads, I hope you're all keeping well this week and have been enjoying the football. And there were certainly plenty of goals scored, so it's been a good game week for football. Maybe not so much for our managers. A little bit topsy-turvy there, I would have felt. Brighton are maintaining their winning start to the season. Having bet Wolves 4-1, Man City are there, Arsenal have joined them, so the three teams that so far have maintained the 100% winning start to the season. For me, of course, I think the, the, the match of the weekend was West Ham playing against Chelsea. And they bet Chelsea 4-1. It, it was an enthralling match. West Ham doing really well. I know people would say all the money that Chelsea have spent, you'd expect better from them. They looked a little bit lackluster. West Ham had the upper hand constantly there against them. And the war prowess made his debut for West Ham and provided two assists there. He was always an asset when he was at Southampton and I feel that he's going to be an even bigger asset to West Ham. Hector, I see you're looking to get in on this. Uh, hello, yes, uh, and hello to everybody. I think that uh, Spurs beating Manu was a good result. I enjoyed the match. It showed the weaknesses that were with Manu at the moment. Things not looking, I would say, stable there. A little bit choppy changey. Players not really performing the way, the way they should be playing. And also for the Everton. Not good. They lost their second match. Yes, it's not looking good, is it, for Everton? They look a bit lackluster. Calvin Loom went off. Where did they go? They're going to have to do something to turn the season around there. Because at the moment, they're in relegation country. And they're not showing any signs of getting out of that there. And Captain Fantastic Mike, any thoughts on the weekend's football? Well, I have to agree with you. It doesn't look very good for Everton at the moment, especially, as you said, with Calvert-Lewin injured. They, they're lacking firepower up front, so they, they really need to get a striker in there because you can survive in the Premiership if you're scoring enough goals, even if you're letting goals in. But if you're not scoring goals, you're not going to survive, and, and that's just it. Speaking of firepower, I felt that Haaland had a quiet weekend. No goals scored, not lacking there. It was a good result for Man City against Newcastle. It was a tap match. Man City, though, were controlling it. And, you know, and I think when you look at the stats there, Man City is something like, I think it was seven shots towards goal. They limited Newcastle to three. But then again, Man City had, I think, about seven shots blocked, which was, you know, probably Newcastle were at the time. But the defence held up, then you've got to give that to them there. And, of course, Haaland not scoring will have stung some of our managers here in the fantasy football, not only in our own league, but throughout fantasy football, those who captained them. Um, yes, that's quite correct. They will have got stung with those managers, of course, then who selected Salah to be their captain, and they won't be too impressed. He took a penalty. It was a good save. Didn't think it was a great penalty. Now, he did score from the rebound. 
and he got five points for that, but he lost two points because a penalty was saved there. I think managers will be questioning, has Salah's best days bypassed him now? I did see him playing and he took a few shots. One particular shot he took, he just kicked it straight at the goalkeeper. It, he did not look like the Salah of old. He was smiling, yes, he was engaged, but he didn't look lethal. And that would be my worry if I were a manager. Well, can I point this to you here, lads? Does De Bruyne's injury impact much on Haaland's goal scoring? I mean, after all, when you look at last season, they had a great playing relationship. It was like they knew what the other player was going to do and the other player needed. And De Bruyne was always capable of feeding the ball through to Haaland, which would lead to a goal or could lead to a goal. I think you have the right idea. I think they are good players on Man City team. And I think what they have to do is to work and think best way to utilize Haaland, best way to talk to him with the football, get him engaged, he get them engaged and get the goals back. And of course we have McAllister got a red card. You know, a lot of controversy about this. Liverpool did appeal it and it's been overturned, which is good. If you have McAllister in your team, you might keep him for another week. However, it's not so good, is it, lads? Because the points that he picked up for getting the red card, they stay. The FPL don't remove that, as far as I'm aware. Yes, that is one of the drawbacks, that the points that have been accrued stay with him. I don't think they're reviewed unless they changed something this year, but as far as I know, they're not. So the, the, the points that he has there will remain... It's a pity, but that's the way it goes at the moment. Okay, sure. I suppose what we should do next is have a look at the managers and see what exactly the fallout was from game week two. Now, the average points were 44 and the highest points came in at 120. Here's a look at our managers and at those players who brought in the points. Eamon, would we start you off there with first place? Yes, with first place... Uh, this week is Saka's steal. They were in fourth place last week. So they're up. They got 64 points. They had no transfers. Haaland was the captain and picked up four points. Watkins was there with five points. Mimemo had 16. Odegaard had 11. Stupian had 11. And they had Saliba for eight points. Uh, Rashford got two points. And the donkey himself, Bruno Fernandes, got one point. And in my view, I think these are the two players who are weak links in this midfield here. It's a good result to take first place. Uh, it's a statement. This is our winner from last year. Winning manager, that is. And they went off onto the right foot. Second game week, they're taking first place. They're really putting their stamp on this league here. Now, the question is, how did they hold it? There's only five points between them, the manager, and second place. I don't think that's a sufficient cushion at this time. And Hector, who is in second place? The manager in second place is none other than the Taiga, and they got 50 points. They they have uh, no transfers either. Haaland was the captain for four points. Salah getting the five points. Bitoma bringing 12. Zalaba bringing eight. And Estupin bringing 11 points. They're the, the best players there. And the midfield, for me, is not performing. Again, the Fernandez is stuck there. Joe Pedro in forward, he only came on. For 33 minutes, that would be a concern for me. He, he was starting from the start. And then to make matters worse, when he come on, he get a yellow card. So you get no point from him whatsoever. The question for this manager, in my view, is do they stick with this midfield formation, especially if they want to retake first place? Because they want to have to shake up the team here. They were first last week. They are now in second. Will they stay in second or will they take first or could they go down further? That is the question here. Yes, indeed. And I should say to our listeners here, we're really looking at the players who performed, who brought in the points, rather than looking at all of the players here specifically. Now, Mick, who's in third place? Well, this week, they're, they're down from second to third. Silver Stroke 
46 points. They had no transfers. They opted for Haaland as the captain and got four points. Watkins got five. Mimimo got 16 points. Salah picked up five points and Stupion, he got 11 points. I think they were unlucky that Gabriel came on because they only got one point from him. If we hadn't come on, chances are... Matty Cash would have come on, they would have got six points. It's a bit of hash there, and that would have been enough to keep them in second place. And fortunately, they had Matt Gallister, and he's showing up with the minus two points, and that's not helping either. This manager is just probably going to have to do a little tweaking with their team, but I think they could bounce back there. Now, Eamon, who's in fourth place? And strangely enough, uh, Bamford Rejects is in fourth place, and they were in fifth, so they're moving up the table here. They got 46 points, the same as Silverstroke. Did no transfers. Haaland was the captain and got four points. Watkins came in with five points. Foden had nine. Estupian had 11. And they had Ramsdale, the goalkeeper, who got six points. Well, Ramsdale got six points, but they actually had Arolia on the, on, on the bench with 10 points. That would have been nice there. I think they might need to get a few transfers working, especially for the defence, the midfielders. Strengthen things up a little bit there. They, uh, and I particularly would like to see transfers because this was a transfer shy manager last year and now we're looking for a different feel to this manager. If he doesn't make a transfer for next week, I'm going to have alarm bells going off. Hector, who do we have in fifth place? We have Raglan Road and they move up from sixth. They had 49 points. They had the one transfer. They brought in Baldock who didn't get any points and they put out Bell and he didn't get no points. So the transfer really didn't do nothing. The captain was Allen, and he got the four points. Watkins got the five. Mitoma picked up 12. Estopian got 11 points. And they had Aurelia at 10 points. It is not whatever you're calling him, Aero, Aurelia, they are him. It's Aurelia. That's how you say it. 10 points. Okay, listen, I don't need any instruction from you as to how he makes the pronunciation. Just you know, discuss your manager, the team, and we're moving on here. Tell you something, I mean, you must have got out of the wrong side of your bed. You don't sound too good. Hector, can you move back to the team you were talking about there? Yes, yeah, I can do. Uh, first off, with the manager, they had subs to come in. That is a good thing. Again, though, the midfield for me is weak. The Mark Allister is there. He got the minus two points. That did not help. The one thing, the manager would be happy. They are going in the right direction. But I don't think they can afford to be complacent. They must study. They must act. They must be wise with transfers. Mick, who have you got in 6th place first? Well, we've got finally got there. They've jumped from 10th place up to 6th. 54 points and they didn't have any transfer. They opted for Allen as the captain and got 4 points. Wissa got 11 points. Luis Diaz got 7. Matoma got 12. And then Stupion with 11 points. It's a big jump for this manager. And, uh, you know, he just look at the bench there. Really at 10 points and... Gaviardo had six points also. Might have been, you know, nice to have had those in there. But I think I think we're going to have to consider the future one or two of these players, especially in midfield again. And looking at them defensively, it's a little, little bit weak there. But I think overall it was that sort of a game week where players that you expected to do good didn't. And Hector, you're going to tell us who's in seventh place? It is Toburgers. They have 33 points. This manager was in third place last week, so they now dropped down to seventh. Will not be happy. They have one transfer. They brought Chilwell in. He got one point. Kanji went out. He got seven points. Captain Allen four points. Watkins, five points. And Stopian, 11 points. The transfer did not work out. The midfield, they, they had nine points from four midfield players. 
to me, that is just not good enough. They're going to need to get a result for the next game week to try and turn this around. As I said, they will not be very happy. They were in third place, now they're down to seventh. The Tobaggers will be jumping up and down saying, ah, why well, I going to have to do with this? And Damon, have we a new manager in eighth place? We haven't, it's uh, NL Town. Last week they were in ninth, this week they were in eighth, 45 points. They had no transfers. Alland was the captain for four points. Sozwaski had uh, five points. Odegaard had 11 points. Stupin had 11 points. And their goalkeeper, Flecken, had six points. And just like last week, they're one point above the average. I said it's last week. They had something to do with the midfield. They needed to make a few changes. And I'm sticking by my guns on this. They're going to have to do something there, in my view. Now, yes, they've gone up, but they're not really making any impact at the moment. And, you know, you look and see what finally got there has done. What Sackers of Steel has done. You know, they've got points. They've jumped a lot of places. This is a little bit mediocre for me at the moment. I was expecting enough from this manager. Perhaps they're a sleeping giant that is about to awaken in the next few game weeks. But I still think midfield is where there's issues. And Mick, we take a look at the manager in ninth place then. But none other than Blatsom squad. And they were in 14th place last week. They got 55 points. They won transfer. Aki came in. He didn't get any points. Stones went out. He didn't get any points. And they went for Salah's the captain. They got 10 points for him. Watkins got 5. Matoma got 12. Stupion got 11. And the goalkeeper, Ramsdale, got 6 points. He went for the right captain this week. Like, I think if... Unless you were going to take a punt to Matoma or Stupion... Salah was probably going to be one they're going to be looking for there. They picked up points around the pitch, so they're getting a nice few points there to help to move them up there. And getting up to that place, they're moving in the right direction. Probably a little bit had done bad the transfer, you know, Pepper Fax is in there and Aki didn't play, but Stones is injured, so you had to do something with that. You couldn't leave him sitting there. I think this manager will be pleased with this. You know, they might be a little bit disappointed with game week one, but game week two, I think. It was sitting there with a little smile on the face. Now, Hector, who's in 10th place this week? We have Waha Beauty in 99, 33 points. Last week, they were in 8th position. They had no transfers. They went for Haaland as the captain and pick up the 4 points. Watkins had 5 points. Shukawamaka had uh, 5 points. Salah had 5 points also. And Gavardiol had 6 points. The midfield, again, very weak. And they seem to be very consistent here this week. Um, and now, of course, Shukawa Mecca has a knee injury and that's going to even put more possession, uh, more pressure and more spotlight on the midfield, making the situation worse. In the case of the players not performing as expected and not bringing in the points as the manager would want. And like this, it's time maybe for them to start making transfers as well. Damon, we move to the manager in 11th position. Our manager in 11th is Lafayette Lions. They were in 13th place last week. Game week 2, they got 47 points. They had one transfer. One Basaka was brought in. He got one point. Maguire was put out. He's not playing. They had Haaland as the captain for four points. Matoma had 12 points. Salava had eight. Stupian had 11. And the goalkeeper Edison picked up six points. The transfer really didn't work out that much because Juan Pasaka only got one point and I'm not impressed with him. Man United don't seem to be clicking on all cylinders at the moment here. The defence is certainly not the worst we've seen so far. The question is, what can they shape up with this midfield here? 
That's that's a key question. And I think that's a question for a lot of managers. But before we go on to the manager and twelve place, Eamon, is that just because game week two, the results didn't work out the way managers might have expected? I mean, there's a lot of managers had players in there that you'd have expected better things from. I mean, if you look at some of the, the friendlies played before, you had, you know, Rashford was doing well and Liverpool were scoring there. Of course, they you know, were beaten a few times. But you had players that you were bringing in, you expect them to be doing better. Yes, you expect them to do better. But then look at Brighton. You look at Aston Villa there. You look at West Ham even. The teams that people would be laughing at, they're not much use, but they're actually functioning and doing much better than some of these big teams here. So that's, it's where I'm seeing red flags. Now, Mick, who is in 12th place? We've got Arkham Avengers. They were in 7th place last week. They've dropped down a bit. They've got 30 points. There's no transfers. Salah was their captain. He got 10 points and Stupian got 11 points. I have to say, after game week one, they, they got off to a half-decent start there. This game week's been a disaster for them there. They had the goalkeeper, Ariola, 10 points on the bench. But apart from the two players we have mentioned, the rest of this team has just been a car crash there. And I'm thinking, I do hope that he's got some thoughts on transfers or maybe could we turn this manager as the way up? Do they need to use a wild card this early in order to try and change things around? Now, Hector, in 13th place, it's one of our friends. Yeah, we have AFC, Dunali, 31 points. They were in 11th last week. He did make a transfer. Rashford was brought in for two points and De Bruyne was put out. He did not play because he had an injury. Saka was their captain. He had six points. Zos Blazla had five points. Zalaba had eight points. I think they're looking a bit shook here, this team. There's trouble in the forwards lines. Too much reliance with them having three Newcastle players and two Liverpool players. That's five players not hitting the mark. Concern here for me. As I said, over-relying on too many of these players. We need to share it out now. You know, what is it that they say? Don't put all your Easter eggs into one basket. It's a bit early for Easter, isn't it? I had a duck. This is Hector. It's a wonder he came out with that. He could have said, put all your kittens into a basket for all we know. Right, lads, we'll move on there. 14 players, Eamon. 14 places, Mexican Amigos, who got 21 points. Now, they were in 12th place in game week one, so they're dropping. No transfers. Haaland was the captain for four points, and the goalkeeper, Edison, got six points. And that's as good as they got from this manager. Now, clearly they didn't listen to our show last week because Kane is still on the team. I mean, how this can happen, I don't know. And the Sonny Son, who I said isn't doing much, he's worth nine million, but there's a lot of players cheaper than him out there who can do a better job. Now, if I was scoring this manager for this performance in this game week, it'd be an F minus. They need to get a grip on managing. Yes, they might be new, but we're telling them, we're advising them what they need to be looking out for. I don't know whether they're having too many margaritas or what's going on there, but if they don't start to take action with this team. It's going to be red arrows going down and they're not too far away from the bottom at the moment. Mick, who's in 15th place now? Well, this week we've got Medinicus with 48 points. They were bottom of the table last week and they played a wild card, strangely enough. I had Haaland as the captain who got four points. Watkins picked up five. Odegaard picked up 11 and they had a stoop in there for 11 points. I think firstly on the bench, the goalkeeper... Really, it was there with 10 points. And the forwards, Semeno, he had six points. And 
those points would have come in really handy, so it would be nice to get those there. I think this made some really wise choices with the players that they brought in there. And over the coming game weeks, expect to see that those players are going to start performing. There's going to be payoff from this wild card. It's certainly moving up the table, and that's that's the start. You know, we see this when managers play a wild card, and it hasn't worked. But this has worked for them now. They've got a green arrow. They're moving up there. Keep it going, lad. That's what I say. And finally then, Hector, 16th position. Well, 16th position is Flores Rovers, 15 points. They were in 15th place last week. They had no transfer. Big problem here. They have Kane as their captain. They have four players who won't be playing, but still, they're, they're there. They're not shipped out. They should be gone. I do not know why they're doing that. Goalkeeper Martinez at eight points. He's sitting on the bench. But this week... They had five players who were fielded on that pitch. None of them were going to be playing. This, I cannot understand. I mean, you're shaking your head there. You've got definitely something to say. I had to say, like last week I said to this manager, don't lose heart. But I mean, by all accounts, they've come to a complete stop. And, and as Hector says, keeping Kane as a captain there. This is outrageous stuff. And I think that this is one of our new managers. This is you know, the other manager from Mexico who's brand new. Now, we forgive them for game week one. Maybe you just getting used to it. But game week two, you, this, this is outrageous to leave Harry Kane as your captain when he's gone. Like he's, he's in Germany. He's playing football in Germany. This is England. And maybe they got the geography wrong. I don't know. I certainly hope this is just a one-off leap that they will be back to look after their teams. Well, we can only hope him and we'll see what the managers do for the next game week there. It was quite interesting. Twelve of the managers there backed Haaland as their captain and it didn't pay off. Now, Man City are playing Sheffield United in their next match. Would you still back Haaland? Uh, yes, you could. I mean, I wouldn't not not back him. or I wouldn't advise not to back him. or I wouldn't rule him out is what I'm basically looking to say here. And I mean, you just sound like you're going around the block there. What? Well, I not not... I thought you were going to start saying a knock-knock joke or something like that. Look, Hector, if I need any knock-knock jokes from you, I'll let you know. What I was trying to say here is that I would consider backing him. But I would also say to our managers out here that there are other players, say maybe in Aston Villa, West Ham, and Brighton, who would also be worthy captains to wear the armband. Yes, Haaland is a strong contender for game week three. Sheffield United are looking very shook and very poor. They're tipped for relegation and I think Haaland could have a field there with them. But just just think on this before you give him the armband. Is there somebody that you think might do better? Well, I tell you something, Eamon. For all you're not not having him, and yeah, you can tell him. He is, he be my captain. I'm keeping faith in him. He stuck with the armband. I stick with Haaland. Mick, what would you say on this? Haaland is very appealing, I have to say, and I do see where Eamon's coming from. But for me, I'm going with James Ward-Prowse. You just wait and see what he's going to do now. He, he, he had two assists in the last match. That was his debut. This guy is going to be soaring high. Well, whoever our managers opt for, they'll certainly be hoping to get more points game week three than they got this week there. Okay, that's it for the football side of things there. Over to you, Hector. Uh, thank you very much. <clears throat> and everyone is welcome to Hector Zellos. And this episode, I give big shout to our listeners over in Los Angeles. And, you know, I with the storm there, I have to say, I hope everyone is keeping safe with your lottery there after the storm. Hillary, remember to keep safe, listen to what, you know, uh, the local authorities saying that. Hector, could you just move on, please? I really cannot sit through this here. 
I, I, you know, I'm showing concern for listening. Yes, but you're actually starting to sound like a public safety announcement. Can you just get on with the hellos? We can wrap up the show. All right. Okay, Eamon. Is that the way you want it? Yes, it is the way I want it. Yeah, Eamon, just take a breath. That will be all right. Yes, I'll be perfectly fine. You know, I nearly want to have to start it. Don't even think about starting the hellos again. Just carry on where you are. Okay. So, yes, to our listeners then, over in Nixon, Missouri, hope everyone is keeping well there. In Florida, we have listeners in New York, New Orleans, Chicago. Now to our listeners in Brazil. Hi, Mom. Hope you're keeping well and hope all our listeners down there are tuned in and they're liking to hear the show. To our listeners, of course, in Argentina, Chile, South Africa, our listeners down under in Australia, the uh, Ladies World Cup has just finished. Congrats to Spain. We have our listeners in New Zealand, Japan, Vietnam, India, Iran, our listeners in Rome, Naples, we have our listeners in Germany, Paris, Portugal, Spain. We have a, a listener in uh, Ashwin, Kent. You're very welcome. And then we have our listeners in Birmingham, Liverpool, Ipswich, Barrow and Furness, a place called Loughborough. Then in Ireland, we have them listening to us here in the hills of Donegal, over in Dublin, Ormore in County Galway, Mayo, Wexford, Cork, Cavan, Monaghan, Loud, and in Longford. That's everybody this week. And I say to listeners, if you want uh, me to give a shout out to wherever you are in the world, why don't you just send an email into me at ArkhamAvengersFFPL at gmail.com and I give shout out for where you are. Now, hey man, that was not that bad. You know, I don't know why you were starting to get all up with the end there. Well, I was only getting uppity because I understand there's been a storm over in California, but you just started going into a public safety announcement and I'm sorry, I can't sit there and listen to this. All right. Okay, lads. Thanks for that, Hector. And uh, yeah, we do hope that where people are in the world, be it rain, floods, fire, whatever it is, that people are remaining safe. Okay, lads. As always, thanks for joining me this week. I hope you enjoy Game Week 3 kicks off Friday the 25th at 8pm. We have Chelsea against Luton. And to our listeners, thank you as always for listening, following us and for joining us on this journey this year. We look forward to being with us next week. And all that remains for me to say is to have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good evening and a good night. Stay safe, keep well, mind yourselves, we're everywhere in the world. We'll be back. Slaw. So